On today's show, Uncle Buck returns to talk about the Lou Williams saga, and then we will take a trip down memory lane. Corey with the K, hit it. Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rolski. To my right, I got Corey with the cane across the table. I got my main man, DG. What up, DG? What's good, brother? Just got back from vacation, didn't you? That I did. That I did. I'm feeling good, feeling relaxed. Uh, recharged the batteries. Um, just ready to lay down some solid gold right here. Good deal. And. Appearing for the second time on the Sip and Serve podcast, Uncle Buck has returned. Uncle Buck, how are we? Doing well, man. How are you guys? Great. Uh, no complaints here. Yeah. yeah I mean, Good to have you back. It's a pleasure to be back. It's exciting. Round two. Here we go. Bringing energy tonight. Bring it. All right. Let's get right into it. Gentlemen, I don't know if you guys have heard the story. It's been going around social media, it's been on Sports Center. We've got a little NBA drama. The NBA got started on last Thursday, where we are recording on Sunday. Uh, the Lakers and Clippers, the main event, Lakers took the game 103-101, but the Clippers were without one of their best players, swing man, six man of the year, multiple time winner, Lou Williams, got himself in a little bit of drama here. His grandfather passed away while he was in the NBA bubble, so he was excused from the bubble for a family, family emergency. So... He was excused from the team. He uh, had to be quarantined for uh, 10 days once he left, so he was going to miss games. But he got himself into a little trouble while he was gone. He visited, a, he visited a place that I like to call Magic City. You know what Magic City is, DG, Uncle Buck? No, but I'm guessing it's somewhere in Orlando. No, it's in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Atlanta, Georgia. So he flew out to go meet with his family, family emergency. So this, so he's from Atlanta. I believe so. He's back probably for the funeral and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he visited Magic City, which Magic City is a adult club, I should say, and serves hellacious chicken wings, from what I hear. So this is the story. Lou Williams goes to a gentleman's club to order chicken wings. Chicken wings are great. That's what everybody says. So, true or false? Was Mr. Williams at Magic City that night for the chicken wings, or was he there for a different reason? What do you think, Buck? I mean, uh, I'll be honest. How many gentlemen clubs have we ever been to between the two the two of us? Me and you? Yeah. Uh, I would say off the top of my head, I don't know. Different ones by two or three. I would say that I choose probably not the nicer ones. So the women that are there, I don't have an appetite to eat. So I'm not I'm not going for the chicken wings. Yeah, and I you know, I I've never ever thought about ordering off a menu at one of these places. So there yeah. He's they posted pictures of these chicken wings and I'm just thinking, yeah, you know what? They do look really good. I mean, everybody says they're good, but uh, if I'm if I'm at home away from the NBA and I, I can do my own thing, I'm not going to go, oh, man, maybe I should go to a gentleman's club and get some chicken wings tonight. 
They did say Johnny Manziel said that the chicken wings. <laughs> Johnny Manziel did tweet and say, hey, he's got Lou Will's back because then chicken wings are fire. 10 out of 10. Chicken wings. Well, So I don't know if that's maybe a stripper's name, chicken wings, or if the dude actually went <laughs> to go get something to eat. I don't know. I mean, I, know, I don't know much about Lou Williams. I mean, what kind of dude is he? I mean, he, 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 uh, Kendrick Perkins was all over him saying he's got to be better. You know, the NBA, the way they're, they restarted the league, the bubble, you got to be better because now you're, you're sacrificing your time when you got to come back. You got to be quarantined away from your team now because you're out in public. And Kendrick Perkins said, you got to do better. Well, Luke Williams shot back at him and said, this is my 15th year in the league and this is all you got on me. This is it. And you're calling me out on Sports Center. So, I mean, he, he's never been in any trouble. You know, okay. He's always a great teammate, everybody says. So he's not a bad guy. Maybe he made the wrong decision to go get some chicken wings at that place. Right. But from what I know of him, he's a, he's a hell of a player. He's a hell of a teammate. Yeah, so, I mean, based on that, if he's never been in any kind of trouble before, he's not doesn't seem to be a shady kind of guy, then I'm going to take his word for it. I'm going to say, yeah, he just went there for the chicken wings. Was it right? Probably not. You know, you got to be smarter than that when you're out of the bubble. You got to stay quarantined and whatnot. But I'm going to take his word for it that he was only there for the chicken wings. I'm going to take his word. Okay. So the reason that they found out that he was there, a rapper, I forget the guy's name. Corey K, do you have any idea? No, I didn't see who was with. Okay. Something probably. Some, <laughs> somebody <laughs> took a picture, like a selfie with him, and Lou Williams had a mask on, and there's the same. He wore the mask that they passed out for the NBA bubble for all the players to wear. So I mean, I mean, you could just tell it was him. And yeah. the guy, the guy tried to delete it off Twitter as soon as you know he put it up, and the fans got a hold of it. Yeah, and, but at least he was wearing the mask. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at least he was protected. He wasn't a hundred percent. But how are we going to eat chicken wings with the mask on? I don't think we can. Right? Can you eat anything else with the mask on? Class? It might have been. I, I can chew gum. It might have been a place like a lot of those places. A lot of states, I think Georgia is one where if you're out in public, it's mandated you got to wear a mask. So it's probably one of these places where you got to wear a mask just to get in. Is Georgia a hot spot? I don't know if it is or not. I couldn't tell you, but uh, but I, I you know I know like half of the states in the U.S. are mandated now. You have to wear a mask if you're out in public. I don't really think the whole thing is him. It's just him leaving the bubble, right, and being. Yeah, but, I mean, he was caught. Who cares? He wasn't supposed to be there. He was supposed to go home and be with his family, and he went out and... Dude was hungry. I, I reckon. He was hungry and maybe had something else on his mind as well. You think he would have got as much heat if he would have got, let's say, a fan, like, took a picture of him and he was at a Walmart or something? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, but it was the fact the f- of where he was. Yes, he was, he was there and he was... Was he alone? Well, he was with that... Rapper. That rapper? Yeah. So they were eating chicken wings, having a great time. So. Did they say what flavor of chicken wings? I did not. I seen a picture though. Wow. Ooh. They look good. Did Girthy. they? <laughs> yeah. Well, that helps this case too. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they look good. Especially and, if you say they look good because you're a chicken I'm a, wing guy. I'm a wing guy. And then things looked phenomenal. Yeah. Clay, I've seen you eat a lot of chicken wings. And I'll be honest with you, you eat it like a woman. You leave way too much meat on the bone. When was the last time you seen me eat a freaking chicken wing? Probably at least three months ago. <sighs> Probably not, because I don't remember that. But why Why do you think I eat like a woman? Because when you throw the, the bone away, 
into the, like the platter plate or whatever. Yeah. I just stare at it, thinking he's wasting a lot of meat. Are you serious? I swear. I to suck God. them things freaking dry. No, you don't. Yes, I do. And you eat it with ranch. No, that's a lie too. You don't know me. Okay. I'm a chicken wing guy, and you think I don't clean the bone and I dip it in ranch. You don't clean. One, the bone. I'm not even a I'm not even a ranch guy, so I don't even know where the hell you got that from. Anything else? You you don't eat chicken wings. No. I'll say I've seen Buck eat chicken wings before, and he basically just he he's not he's grabbing one. It doesn't matter if it's a flat or a or a drum. He just basically just sticks the whole thing in his mouth and just like it looks like he's chewing on sunflower seeds, and then like five ten seconds later he just pulls the bone out and I mean, he he cleans it pretty it's good. Clean. Not to say you don't, but well, I I mean I I can argue, but I can't remember the last time I ate chicken wings with either of you, so I don't know where this is coming well, from. You know, I'm kind of getting jumped on here. I think we all need to go to Roosters one night this week. I think that'd be fun. Okay, yeah, you know what? Maybe we should, and we'll see who can see who can eat the the chicken wings better. Yeah. What what flavor do you like on your chicken wings? Are you don't are, like you, are you are you a barbecue? I just like a rub. Really? Yeah. Dry you, rub. You like the? Um, I like Parmesan garlic. Mild, yeah, but I'm talking about how you like them cooked, smoked. You like them smoked. Yeah. You don't like the you don't like the fried like the breading. You don't like your wings fried. No. Yeah. So you're not a roosters guy then. You don't I'm like. Not, I'm not going to be picky. I'm going to eat it. Okay. Hey, uh, moving on. Have you guys ever heard of murder hornets? I've I've heard bits and pieces about murder hornets, and um, I feel like there was another name they went by for a while. I don't know, but I've seen pic. I've heard about them, and I've seen pictures of them. I think they came out of a guy took some pictures of them in like Washington. A guy caught a few, and yeah. they, they ended up like dying. And he had like a picture of them in his hand. Have you seen that picture? Oh, I've seen pictures. There's four of them. No, I don't know if I've seen that one. There's four of them, and these things are as wide as his hand. And this dude did not have a small hand. And the stingers on those things were about yep, half big. inch long. Yeah. I mean, they look nasty. They do. I've seen I've seen some local guys around here. Now I'm not sure if they're murder hornets or not, but they they said you know. Well, I seen. I think I seen it on Facebook. They took a picture and said a murder hornet, and it looked just like the ones that I'm seeing out of Washington. I mean, they looked exactly like it, and them things are they look mean. Yeah. So anyway, I read an article today. Um, Washington officials came out. You know, they they set this trap thing, and they caught some murder hornets in it. So, for those of you that don't know, it's just it's like an over. It's a huge hornet, basically that like we have around here. It's like a hornet on steroids. Yeah, said it's like three and a half inches long. It's just, enormous. Just mean as piss, man. Just yeah. and I mean, they're invasive. Like half said, as long as your finger. Says it can like paralyze you. Like not like your body it's like paralysis. The, yeah, like yeah. it'll just shut you down for a little while. You'll recover. But I mean it'll like numbness. The sting's so painful that it pretty much puts you in paralysis. Shit. So you go stiff and you piss your pants and So assuming that. you're not allergic to bee stings and stuff like that. And that's the thing. Are I'm you in danger of actually get being killed? I mean EpiPen, can they kill you? I don't know if they can kill you, but I, I've seen, there was this YouTube video, and this guy wanted to compare, he was a scientist, he wanted to compare stings. So he took a regular hornet, got stung by it. He said it it wasn't even close. Like, it wasn't, it was, it was I mean, it was way, way, way worse. So, I mean, like he more, fell down, like, he couldn't move, like, he was, like, in so much pain. Where did, where did he let himself get stung? Right in, like, the forearm area. Okay. 
I haven't seen that video. Oh, uh, it's 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 nasty to see the the shock that that guy was in once he like he just went down to his knees and his like body like locked up like numbed up on him. Was he talking? Yeah, but he was he couldn't like really move his arm that he got stung yeah. in. Like it was like just there. Did his arm swell up or anything? Yeah, a little bit. Not not like bad bad. It's just like yeah. the poison or whatever is in that stinger. It's just, like anything that if you get stung a lot, it can kill you. Yeah, I mean, a hundred bees. If you get stung by a hundred bees, right, good chances you die. But you know, I just was thinking they call these things murder hornets. Can they actually kill people? Just I'm talking about with just one sting. You know, that's a good question. I'm not sure. And I, I know people react to stings differently, but I don't know. But the stinger, it's not barbed, so they can continuously use it. So, so it's not like a like they say some bees like they sting you and then they die. Worker, right? worker bees. Like, okay. if they sting you, they lose, because it's barbed, so it kills them. But this thing comes straight back out, and they and just keep can, on going. They keep on trucking. Like, Michael, Michael Myers just jabbing. Mm. So, in this article, it says uh, they're they're wanting to do some research on these things, so they, uh, they're starting to tag them. Like, the ones that they catch, they're going to tag them, and then they're going to follow them back, trace them back to the colony, and then they're going to, they're going to kill them all. That's what the article said. I'm thinking, so... We're we're seriously tagging wasps or hornets, whatever you want to call them, and we're going to send them out, and then we're going to go murder all of those friends as soon as we find out where they're staying. I mean, what in the hell is going on here? I mean, are these things really that serious that we're going to have to tag them and follow them to where they're living and then try to kill them all? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that just, I read that, I'm like, Really? We're spending, this is what we're spending money on? Right. To tag bumblebees or wasp? True. I'm just wondering, do these things have any, is there anything good about them? Like, do they do anything positive for no, the environment? I don't think they pollinate or. No, they don't do anything. The thing, this is, I was getting to that. They say that they have an early fall slaughter. That's what they call it, an early fall slaughter. These things kill all the bumblebees. So this is going to hurt. You know, what the bumblebees do for us. Pollination, yeah. honey, and all that. Yeah. They said they decapitate adult bees, and then they eat their larva. That's what they do to these bees. The video, if you watch... These things sound like straight <laughs> assholes. <laughs> if you watch a murder hornet in action on some a hive of bees, it's it's pretty impressive. They I mean... Clean out an entire hive in like 30 minutes. If all they're doing is killing bees... Yeah. And it's going around stinging people... It's pretty serious. Why not? Yeah. What but, do you, I mean, what do you use to kill them? Stick a dynamite? I don't know. Like flamethrower? I was getting ready to say a flamethrower. Like a light their asses up. Like a raid bomb. You know what I would use? I would just use dry ice. Just freeze the, just freeze the fuck out of them. <laughs> dry ice, huh? I never thought about that. And then you just beat the hive with a baseball bat. It'll just shatter. I mean, you, or we can just use Who's going to volunteer to do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be this guy. Dude, they, I'll bet you... I mean, as long as those stingers are, it sounds like they could probably sting you through like a beekeeper's outfit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like long sleeves ain't going to help you against these things. Imagine having like the old night quilt, like just thick armor. Oh, like the, the chain mail? Yeah. Maybe. But there's holes in that stuff too, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you protect yourself from these things, but that's why they're they're worried about them. I mean, they're dangerous and they're killing all the bees, so... Murder hornets, you can piss off. Yeah. Huh. So, Lou Williams loves his chicken wings. Murder hornets are assholes. So, those, those are our two, you know, 
trending topics we want to talk about before we get into our main topic. But before we do that, Corey with the K, I'm not sure, but I think we got a few voicemails this week, don't we? Yeah, we do. Good deal. Uh, thank you to the Okinawa Smokehouse for sponsoring this segment. Go down there and visit them at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. The winner this week will be receiving a $20 gift card. Corey with K, you're up. Hit the first voicemail. Rolski, God damn it, what are you doing? I mean, get out of the barn, dream. Creek Masters going. Smag Masters. Hashtag Deer Creek USA. Do it. Seward, by the way. See ya. Okay, wow. Sounds like somebody might have had a little too much to drink when he sent that one in. That sounds like a that sounds like a personal voicemail. It sounds like he may may have been better off calling your cell phone <laughs> yeah. instead of calling the Civic Serve hotline <laughs> yeah. on that one. Yeah, it might, it might have been a message to me. You know, I'm going to try to decipher this one for the listeners <laughs> out there. I mean, he asked me what I'm doing. Um, sounded like he should have texted me and asked me that, right? But I mean, here we are on Sunday night recording a podcast, Sewards. So. Uh, that's that to answer that question. And I think you said, I couldn't really understand him, but I think he said you need to get out of Lee Barn James and get your ass down to Snagmasters. Is that, is that what you heard? That's, I, I got LeBarn, I picked up LeBarn, and I picked up Snagmasters. Okay. And it sounded like he wanted you to go from one to the other. I think so. I think you're right. So to um, tell the listeners here, Lee Barn's a local establishment, nice little bar we hang out at, private bar. And Snag Masters is the last weekend in July every year. We uh, There's a camp out slash party down at Deer Creek. And they catch catfish all weekend long and then fry them up and, you know, just hang out all weekend. So it's a real good time. So I think he was trying to tell me I need to leave the barn and get my ass to Snag Masters. And he wanted me to hashtag Snag Masters to let the listeners know what's up. Did he say hashtag? He I said, think he did. He said hashtag. I don't think he said hashtag Snagmasters. It was something else. Deer Creek USA. Deer Creek oh, USA. Deer Creek okay. USA. Okay, good deal. Well, Sewards, here's your shout out. Snagmasters, enjoyed it this year. Went down on Friday. Had a great time seeing a lot of people I haven't seen for a while. So, Corey with K, next voicemail. Hey, y'all. Just got off weekend bender. What's the best remedy? For a hangover. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. He said he just got done with an all-weekend bender. Yeah. Wants to know what the best remedy for a hangover is. Yeah, and, you know, I really don't have an answer for this, honestly. My best answer is, well, I usually, I don't I, I don't want to jinx myself, but I usually don't get real hungover. I'm just usually tired. Yeah. So, you know, I'll wake up, I'll take down a few bottles of water, take some aspirin, and probably just lay down on the couch and, you know, maybe take a nap or two, watch a movie. It's dark, don't need no light, you know, just hang out in the man cave by myself. I, like, I don't want to talk to nobody, just leave me alone, you know. Yeah. Phone's on silent all day. No, I'm not doing anything. No, I'm not having a Sunday fun day. I'm just going to be my, I'm just going to relax in the dark, maybe take a snoozer. Ibuprofen, a lot of water. All That's right. all I got for you. And he didn't leave his name, but I think I know who that was. You know who I'm talking about? I think I do. What was his name? Josh. Josh. Thanks for the question, Josh. Uncle Buck, you got you got anything for Josh? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm catching a local theme here for the 
the people that are calling in. I think uh, I think they like to party and have a little fun. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. But we are on the sip and serve podcast. It's true. So my uh, I would say my remedy though is just not hot shower. It's got to be ice cold. Oh, and about two 16 ounce blue Powerades while I'm taking it. Okay, cold shower. Cold shower. All right. Dad, gone. Josh. That doesn't sound good at all. Thanks for the voicemail. Now for the $20 winner, Corey with the K. Who we got? Hey, boys. This is Jason here. I enjoy the show. Uh, would you rather skip brushing your teeth for a month or skip deodorant for a month? Jason, appreciate the voicemail. You're our $20 gift card winner to the Old Canal Smokehouse this week. DG, Uncle Buck, what do you guys think about this one? So skipping deodorant for a month or skipping out on brushing your teeth for a month? Hmm. Correct. That's a good one. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I hate stinking. Like, if I can smell a little bit, you know, a little bit of raunchiness coming out from underneath of me with, you know, deodorant and whatnot, I got I to gotta reapply. Like, I, I just don't like it. I mean, it bothers me. But, man, I brushing your teeth, like, I, I've got to brush my teeth at least twice a day. You ever, uh, you ever find yourself, you know, you wake up, you do your morning routine, you go, you maybe go to work, you go about your day, and then you eat dinner, you eat lunch, you eat dinner, you come home, you relax and whatever, and then it's like 7.30 at night, and you're just like, I forgot to brush my teeth this morning. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> no. Can't say that it has. Well, it's happened to me before. Yeah. And it doesn't happen often, but like, when I realize I haven't brushed my teeth that day, it just throws my whole day off, you know. What yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it, like, it's 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 a staple in my disgusting. day every morning. Yeah, nobody I, mentioned to you that you didn't brush your teeth. No, luck lucky for them, nobody hey. realized it. But, but like, I remember on Christmas Day when I was a kid, we get up out of bed, you know, like five thirty in the morning because we're so pumped up about it, you know, um, opening presents and stuff. Well, before we were allowed to open presents. We had to, you know, like wash our face, brush our teeth, you know, do all that stuff. It's just a thing my parents did. But anyway, like when I brushed my teeth at 5 or 5.30 in the morning, I would notice there was like a nasty film on my teeth around like 2, 3 in the afternoon. And that's when I had brushed my teeth in the morning. But like when I, when my teeth get that like gross film on them, they just feel nasty. And I just, that's only one day. That's only like. 15 hours later. So I can't imagine what it'd be like if I went a whole month without brushing my teeth, let I feel, alone. I feel like if you go a month with no deodorant, right? What's going? What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to smell like shit. You Yum. go a whole month without brushing your teeth. You got gingivitis, gum disease. I mean, that's just. Cavities probably. Cavities. Who wants to go to the dentist after that? Yeah. No, that's, that's a great point. But I guess. The question is, do you want do you want to be stinking out of your body or you want to be stinking out of your pie hole? That's the question. My body. I think I'm with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna go without deodorant. Yep, me too. Um like I said, it's it's a staple of my morning. I eat a granola bar and a bottle of water and I'm as soon as I'm done, I'm straight to the bathroom to brush my teeth. So Jason, twenty dollar winner. We'll be getting a hold of you. I appreciate it. Corey with the K, I think we got one more. It's it's not really a question or anything, it's kinda like just a 
just a comment, but uh, if you can go ahead and play that. Yep. Hello, Paxi. All right, moving on. This is the maiden segment of our show, Uncle Buck. We appreciate you coming back for the second time. We had a great time with you the first time around. DG and I, uh, you know, you're one of our best buddies, man. We got a, we got a lot of good memories here. We got a lot of good stories that could be told. The one that comes to my mind, you know, right right off the bat here, is why why what whatever got into your mind whenever you you uh you get behind the wheel. <laughs> I knew where this was going. Um, you know, I feel like have you ever seen the the movie Days of Thunder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have se- I've have seen the movie Days of Thunder. You guys talk about being the, you know, the lead role in movies. Mm-hmm. Whatever podcast that was, three. Yeah. I feel like Days of Thunder would be mine. You cool could, trickle. You could have played the lead in Days of played, Thunder. I could have played Cool Trickle. Easy. So you you just like you just like going you like going fast. You got the need for speed. Well, I think the the road pops have a little something to do with it, but yes, I do like speed. Well, <laughs> hopefully, those days are behind you. Yeah. Um, you know, you've we've remember remember the Firebird. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Nice car. Yeah, somebody hit the hell out of that car. <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> remember, remember what happened that day? Yeah. I mean, what? Can you tell that story? What were we? Were we skipping school? No, it was. I think it was. A, I think it was a weekend, and your dad's company truck was right beside it. Remember, and you just wasn't paying attention, backing out. Never do. Were we high? <laughs> no yeah just backed out and dented the hell out of it i mean he just he literally just backed the car out like all he had to do was go straight and he just wasn't paying attention and veered off to the right and we just scraped the whole side of his dad's company car we didn't probably had some 50 cent playing you know getting into it and then just wasn't paying attention yeah the dented the whole side of his firebird and we're you know i mean this car is like new oh Shit. Yeah, I mean, we're like freaking out. Like, what do we do, man? Like, his car, his dad's car, wasn't that bad. Like, you couldn't tell if you like really looked at it, but his car had a dent all the way down the side like of a it. Smash pop can. Was this the one with the racing stripes on it? The sweet yeah, Michigan, sweet the Michigan color, amazing blue racing stripes. Yeah. yeah, the white one, the cool one. Okay. So us, us kids, you know, <laughs> he's he's probably sixteen. I'm fifteen, and we're just thinking, well, we got to go to town. We got to get out of here. We got to figure something out. So we just went ahead and went to town. So we go to AutoZone and we buy one of them Papa Dents. Eleven ninety nine Papa Dent. So we're here. You know, we're. I think we're trying to pop this thing out and, so it, and it breaks on us. Is the dent in his car or is it? Is it's it, in his truck. Get dented also. No, nah. the car didn't. It was like a decal. Is when he worked for a certain company. Okay. So it had like a decal on it. Yeah, and you so can't even really tell. The only thing that happened with the decal was it was kind of smudged. So I wasn't worried about his car. Okay, so was, you didn't really do any damage to the truck. No. Nah. This was all damage to your car. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. I mean, now. it was all that back quarter panel was smashed. And it's <laughs> it's not a dent. Like, it wasn't just one large dent. It was a dent within a dent. Because I kept driving. I kept you, just backing out. You, yeah, just, just, you do this backing out of your own driveway? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know wow. how we did it. Like it was such an easy just back straight out, but we were you know just being kids. And yeah, yeah. So anyway, we go get this pop a dent, and we're trying to pop this dent out, and I think it just broke. It broke right on us. So we're over in Champs parking lot, and we're trying to pop this out, 
And I mean, what the hell are the odds? We yeah. pull out and we're at the at the stoplight, and my mom passes. It's Chillicothe. We live in Frankfurt. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing in town right now, mom? Huh? What time of day was this? This was like noon. Yeah, afternoon. You know what? Summertime it was a weekday. It was a summer, was it? Yes. Were we out of school for some reason? No, it was, we were out of school because you guys were playing in a state championship. Okay. Baseball? Or not state championship, it was at the VA, I think. So okay. we were out running Regions. town. Yeah, so we didn't have school. Okay. Well, anyway, here, the mom, go ahead. Your so, mom passes. Clay and I wave her down at the intersection. What'd you do that for? So I can tell her somebody hit my car at Champs. <laughs> <laughs> we, said, we, said, we said, well, we were just in a champs and come out and somebody out. just dented the hell out of Yeah, it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Which she, I'm sure she bought that. Uh, she said, well, I'm going to run in there and ask to see their video footage so we can get the license plate of the vehicle. And at that point, me and Levi are just like, shit, shit, you can't go in there because it just shows us pulling in and trying to pop us in out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so that's the Firebird story. Little, I hey, mean, can I add a little something? Yeah, Jackie, she was cool as hell. Like there was probably a three week period where she didn't tell Doug, right? That Kami kind of left some skin on my nuts. So for like three weeks, wherever he parked, I parked the complete opposite of him with the dent away. Good good idea. So for three weeks, I got away with it until one day he was just like, "What the happened here?" You know, and then he put two and, and two then, together, and then he beat my ass. Yes, <laughs> and then came the equinox. Yeah, correct. Uh huh. And uh, you want to go ahead and elaborate on that one? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that was weather. That was weather induced. The roads were slick. Horrible, but it's still no need to be going about 80 on a road I've never been on before. And that's, I mean, that's my bad. No, nah, I mean. You know, I remember I remember uh, going into that ditch, and uh, the the thing that you know it, it's not funny, but it is now because everybody walked away. Everyone walked away, but like I got blasted in the face with this. Oh, that's the funniest! I thought it was a dream. Like this is the shit you only see in the movies, right? My head is like the back of my head is literally through the the windshield. I've ripped the steering wheel out. From the steering column, and I'm just looking at Clay, and all of a sudden, <laughs> we'd already wrecked. The goddamn air airbag explodes. Right like it was a delayed reaction. Like I'm like Levi, you all right? Boop, smacks me right in the face. <laughs> God, just blast me. Oh, like a residue all in the car. Oh, like everybody's coughing because this residue just fills up the car. And you got two his other heads, guys. His head's down guys. there poking through the windshield. Yeah. And the killer thing is, is like literally this ditch. Was probably what fifteen feet high, like. Oh yeah, we were just in an embankment, just. And then right in front of us is probably, I don't know, a five and a half foot wide oak tree. That yeah. If we would have hit head on, would have just split the car in half. Yeah, we missed that tree by a, inches. But anyhow, yeah, we were lucky. You know, that's just another, another car story. And then came the CTS. Yeah. The Cadillac. Yeah, dude, that was that was a hundred percent DG's fault on that one. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't give me that, dude. I forgot. The, so if our listeners were listening to the uh, the last episode where 
my friend that got got me in all kinds of shenanigans growing up. That's that's Buck, and he's here with us. And uh, I told the story about when we were leaving the wing joint, and he wasn't paying attention. And me and his girlfriend were in the car, and he put it through the retaining wall of the dumpster. And now he's blaming that on me somehow. And, and DG's calling horse shit, so tell your side I mean, of the story. Actually, I mean, again, we left. I think the weather had something to do with that one as well. Uh, maybe a little bit of rain. Oh. Yeah. And uh, not, not from what I recall. <laughs> I, I recall it being early springtime. The weather was gorgeous, and it was dry as a bone outside. Do you remember the, uh, the light that was supposed to be over top of the dumpster that was out, though? I don't recall that, yeah, no, I might, but... I might have made that up. Yeah, you could have just... Yeah. <laughs> so, my question is, how did we total a car by hitting a brick wall that's surrounding a dumpster? Like, it's knotted, like, it's off to the side, like... We damn near went through the entire... It, it's a brick wall, two dumpsters, Oh, I drove by wall. the next day. I seen it. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Well, I get out. It's ramped up on the bricks that were broke, right? Yeah. I get out and DG's like, holy shit. He looks at me and my first thing through my brain is, I'm going to jail. Right? Yeah. What, I mean, can, I, I, what can I do to prevent myself from going to jail right now? So you know what he tells me? What'd you tell me? If you remember. I said, hey, grab some chains from your cup holder and just throw it all in your mouth. <laughs> Did you because do I thought oh, I had nickels, I had pennies. Because I thought he the cops were on their way and I thought he was gonna get breathalyzed. I would have failed. Okay, so I have heard this I've heard this also. I mean there's something about the coins they copper. Yeah. That, yeah. So I didn't I didn't realize that, but DG gave me some uh, lovely advice and luckily when the police department showed up the dude looks at me like I'm semi, you know, just out of this world He's yeah like, how the hell did this happen i've never seen this before in my life <laughs> right so he's like good news for you is it's private property and you like your chest pops well, up at first like, i didn't realize what the hell that meant yeah and then he said just you're gonna have to take it up with the owners of the dumpster or the wall and see what they want to do and contact insurances and you're like okay sir i mean that Absolutely. was that was that was step one yeah right my car I'm not not going to jail that night, one. But then, how am I getting my car out of this dumpster? <laughs> yeah, I was going to pick up this Cadillac CTS out of this dumpster. There was bricks strewn all across the hood, all up on the windshield. The front windshield's cracked. Did your guys' airbags deploy? I don't know. I was in the back, did they? Uh, I don't think so. Got, got you. So, I call a towing company. And it was just the same shit. The guy said, well, I ain't never seen this shit before. <laughs> so, yeah, well, neither have I there, pal. Thanks for the help. So, yeah, we got out of that, and then Some, I went uh, Somebody, our buddies came picked us up. I forget who, but. It was, I think it was, yeah. We got a ride home. With yeah, somebody. we got a ride home. But, yeah, I had to deal with my father after that one, too. I don't know how they were able to uh, insurance. Gotcha. I would hate to see what they were paying on but the, uh, the place For you, for your crazy oh, ass? Yeah. Oh, shit. The place just, you know, they decided, luckily, lucky for him, they decided not to take any kind of legal action. They just thought, well, just kid being reckless. Yeah, just just build us a new wall, I guess. They were just glad nobody got hurt or anything. It was literally like three days later we passed. I went up on the the, the exit or whatever. The, yep, to get on the highway. To get on the highway, and you can tell the difference between the new bricks 
and the old bricks. It's <laughs> <laughs> two different colors. So bricks. you go in Chilgothy right now, and you can see this retainer wall. That's Uncle Buck's wall. So yep. if anybody's listening, you check the wall out. Check the wall out. <sighs> DG, you got any? You got any? Stories that you'd like to talk about? I don't really have any specific stories. I just, there's a lot of things me and this kid got into when we were kids that stick out to me. I remember one day, this was, I was probably in like fifth grade. He was in fourth. And, um, you know, his parents always worked during the day. So his grandma's at home. God bless her soul. And um, how did she do it? I don't know. Granny Phil was, she was a saint, man. She She took care of our asses. For so many years. Yep. She was and uh, still is. And, uh, but I remember one day it was so hot outside. He just decided, let's, let's take some eggs out and crack them on the sidewalk and see if they fry. <laughs> so we did. We went out and we cracked like three or four eggs on the sidewalk. They didn't fry. Fucking myth. And we just, <laughs> doesn't work. So we just left them there. And then Jackie came home later and yelled at us. And uh, we did that one time. There was a time when, um, this was around the 4th of July, we bought some Snapdragons, mm-hmm. and we hid in the tree next to the road that oh, goes by his house. Yes, the that, that was my favorite. The crayon apple tree? Yes, yeah. we did that too. I don't know if I was with you. Yeah, you were. Okay, but that was awesome. Were you, Great. I forgot about that. One, yeah. of you, one of you two, it might have been both of you, we were up in the tree, and this woody wagon drove past, right? It stopped, there? didn't it? We hit that son of a bitch right on top of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're throwing. Phyllis, Phyllis was on the on the porch, just throwing snapdragons at cars. She didn't care. No, but Phyllis was on the porch, right? And the car stops, and he gets out, and he's like, "Did I hit something?" And she literally stands. Yeah, he's up, walking all no, around the it's car. Just damn kids and them fucking fireworks. <laughs> Oh um, man, hey, that's that's a great memory. I didn't. Ha- I made a little list here, and I forgot about that. We used to have the rubber snake on the road. Yeah. I don't think anybody ever stopped for it, but it was just no. a simple fact. We had we we put it there, and we were just waiting. We were just sitting there waiting. Somebody's somebody. going to stop. Yeah, somebody, somebody's, somebody's going to stop. Gonna stop and <laughs> somebody's going to swerve. Nobody did. So speaking of Granny Phil, I got something wrote down here. How about all the food she used to make us? That's why I was a little chunky ass. <laughs> man, it was every day. You know, me and DG walk in the front door. Hey, you kids hungry? You want something to I mean, eat? I mean, I mean, she would make. I can always eat. She would make. Phil. You know, whatever it was. Whatever we wanted. Whatever kind of sandwich. She would make grilled cheese, ham and cheese. Or if we wanted chicken from the IGA, I'd go get you boys a tub of chicken if you want. I mean, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> bring Why it on. I think, I think she just, she's so much of a mother figure that she loved doing that. Like she, I mean, she just likes taking care of people. Yep, she she definitely is a saint. How about how about the N sixty four days? Remember when we used to stay at your house and just play nonstop N sixty four? The game that I can remember, and I always get used to get so pissed at you because we always did a Royal Rumble, and it was the Goldberg. It was, it was a wrestling game, and you wouldn't let me pick Goldberg ever. It was always him. He's like, nope, Goldberg's mine, Clay. You can never have him. And here I am walking out with Sting half the time, and he's kicking my ass with Goldberg because Goldberg was on. I think he was on the cover, wasn't he? No, he wasn't on the what, cover. Was it, it was Hulk uh, Hogan and Kevin Nash. Yeah, NWO. Gotcha. I for, it was NWO versus WCW. Yes. Okay. So he might have been. He might have been on the cover. Yeah, he, he was on been. the WCW yep. side. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, you remember playing any games? Yeah, I mean, I remember. I more remember your Xbox. 
You wasn't much of a gamer. I wasn't. You were. I never you used was. it. I mean, your PlayStation Two. You just used. Pretty I would much basically like a DVD player. When I was over there, I would basically wait till he was tired of playing, and then he would go and do something else, and then I would just kind of like pick up the controller and just mess around while you were like going in your room getting changed. Or you something. and I never really played games a lot together. No. Though. We were always outside, yeah, dicking around, getting in trouble. The one game I remember that you were great at, and you always kicked my ass when the the pops were out there playing tennis. Was fight night. Knockout Kings. Knockout Kings. Yep. I was good at Knockout Kings. You would kick my ass up and down, and I would get so mad because I'm trying to throw punches, and I didn't know the controls, and you're just sitting here jabbing me left, right. You're ducking my punches, then coming back with an uppercut. Yep. But that's the one game I remember you were really good at. I was, I ratted out Nintendo 64, and I had like a select number of games I was good at. And then, I don't know, like, Got into junior high, started playing sports, and then just kind of lost interest. Yeah. I think one and I game. I just kind of quit gaming after that. One game you enjoyed a lot was 1080. Remember 1080? 1080 was awesome. The snowboard dude. game. Snowboard game. Good game. Good I, game. I'm not even over exaggerating. I just YouTubed like the other like two weeks ago. I YouTubed all the music and like for all the different the snowboarders you could pick because they all had like different intro music. Mm-hmm. And I would like I would just YouTube and like their different intro music and just sitting there just like vibing to all the. The, like the songs because that, that was a great soundtrack that game had a great soundtrack so the I, I mean the WCW versus NWO game was great but I think the game that we played the most together as kids in your living room we would pack it full of kids and we just passed the controllers around was the NBA Live with Vince Carter on the front uh, was it Vince Carter Vince Carter NBA I, Live 2002 maybe something like that I know was Vince on the cover? No. I don't think it was Vince Carter. Are it you was, sure? Yeah. Because I was thinking Tracy McGrady, you, but I don't think it was Tracy McGrady. You always played with the Raptors, though. I was always Vince Carter. And Vince Carter, you would just you would just dunk every time. Air Canada. Yeah. You would just dunk every single time. He was solid. Well, you couldn't be beat on that game. No. And Granny Field, yeah, she's cooking up the food, and we'd have like five or six guys in there. We'd make up a little tournament bracket and play tournaments. Can we look up who was on the cover of that? Because that's killing me right now. NBA Live 2002. I don't think it was Vince. Okay, well, yeah, we can we can uh, move on while Corey K is doing a little research. I got something down, uh, something else here. How about the backyard campouts in your backyard? Do you remember when your parents first got that shed? And we thought, well, heck, there's a shed. Let's just sleep. brilliant idea. Let's just go sleep in it. <laughs> uh, guess what? No, we woke up with like mite bites. Um, yeah, it was like a bites all over our arms like there was some kind of like it was from the sawdust like this oh, okay plywood yeah. but i mean there was probably bugs yeah. that lived you know termites or something I mean, yeah and it, it was it was we woke up we woke up and we were just just covered in like rashes and stuff yeah. and this is like 3 30 in the morning right nice like we're asleep and then we wake up and we're and like, it's oh. not to mention it's probably middle of summer hot as hot, balls yeah. hot no window no yeah. air so, Corey with the K did a little research for us. NBA Live 2002, Steve Francis was on the cover. Okay. So, uh, I mean, that's taking it way back. I mean, you guys were probably 13, 14 years old at that time. Yeah. I was about 12, so that, that makes sense. But, yeah, we were we woke up with um, rashes. We were Half the time we camped out in his backyard, we never stayed out there. Because it was always either cats were fighting or raccoons or something. I don't, think, we, I don't think they were fighting. You know that when they're mating? Cat noise. 
Yeah, that's what and they're they, doing around I mean, Frankfurt all the time. They must have got it on all night because that's all you heard. And then, I mean, we were 13 or 14. Somebody trying to break in? Oh, yeah, scared to death. We would literally take a lock, right? <laughs> and I would take a lock and a key. And you know how the zipper zips and closes? Yeah. And the two eyes meet? I would put the lock in between that and lock us into the tent. <laughs> Why? We're scared to death. To like keep us safe. Show your manliness. Yeah, and- just get out. We got a lock here. You can't get in here. Yeah. You can't rip down this tent. Let alone you can just pick the tent. Oh, up okay. Just- I see. It was a security measure. Yeah, yes. Got you. What about? I'm not sure. I don't. I know DG. You were probably around sometimes when we did, but this this might be more me and Buck. What about the churchyard football slash baseball? Oh, I was there. You okay. were there more for the, the baseball part. Yeah. yeah. You enjoyed that yeah. with the tennis ball. The yeah. tennis ball across tennis the ball road was a home run. Oh, man. We had so much fun. The air over attack, there. too. The air attack, too. And some, yeah, I, I was, I would usually bring some tennis balls over. So, I mean, when you talk about us playing, it was not an hour, hour and a half. It was seven, eight hour days. It was an all was like, day experience. It was, it was like all day. So, to lay it out for the listeners. Uncle Buck lives across, used when he was growing up, he lived across the street from a church and they had a big old front yard and it was flat ground. It was a great tag tag or tackle football field and we put bases out there. We played, uh, we didn't play wiffle ball. We used tennis balls with real baseball bats and uh, I mean. Home, home run derbies. It, battles it was there. a staple in our childhood and in the churchyard. If, you, if When I go back to my parents' house because they still live in the same same house, you look across now and the yard just looks so small. It's like how the hell? It's because we, we were small. Yeah, but we would fit twenty some kids. And yeah, we think would. That this thing was a legit MLB stadium. That's yep. the thing about those games. I remember is like we'd start out with maybe like four or five of us over there. Then they'd come. But then they would just start. I don't yeah. know, like word kids of mouth. Kids from Clarksburg would come. Yeah, kids Roxabelle would come. It would just, just start showing up. <sighs> Uncle Buck, you got smeared in that ditch that one time. <laughs> I think Tim did it. Yeah. He picked you up and slammed you in that ditch. You broke your you broke your collarbone, didn't you? Broke my damn right before I think I was going into eighth grade. So it was like junior high football. Right before we went into it. So for like for the first three weeks, I was done. Yeah, oh, that, was, that was scary. It was it, that was it. So. That was the last game ever played, I believe, at the churchyard because we were getting older. Yeah. We were getting stronger, and you know we we could hurt ourselves like smearing each other in this. You know, no pads or nothing. Right. And, he got put down that ditch, and, I mean, he didn't get up. I'm like, oh, this ain't good. I've seen it all. I'm like, man, he, he went down hard, and he's just like, hey, I can't move my shoulder, boys. I'm like, oh, get up. And he's like, I can't move my shoulder. So he's like, watch. And he's sitting there, like, picking his arm up with his other arm. Like, I can't move it. He's like, all right. It's like cracking. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. It's, it's, it's hurt. You're fine. He's like, you believe me now? You believe me now? Because it was like literally, I'm like, yep, you're hurt. Okay. Yeah. Went to the hospital, came back. He had a sling on, I think. He had broken collarbone, and that was it. That was the last time that we played in the churchyard. But, I, you know, as long as I live, I'll never forget growing up in the town of Frankfurt and just going to the churchyard. The new addition, man. You, I guarantee you, if you go, I haven't done it, but you could probably go where those bushes are with a shovel and probably dig up 30 or 40 cans of dip. <laughs> Yeah. And I, probably seven or eight old bags of red man golden blend. <laughs> yeah, I mean we were we were some hooligans and I mean we had we had some great memories over there. Um you know 
nowadays, nowadays the kids they they're, they're they're just different than what we were. Like they're sitting inside, they're playing Xbox, they're you know Fortnite and all this technology like TikTok. We just like I it was just a different time back then. Well, I mean, we didn't have cell phones. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any of the the social media or anything. I mean, we had game consoles, but I feel like our attention spans at that point was all right. We got an hour in. Let's go do something else. We yeah. would we would literally get off the school bus and just be at the churchyard at four four o'clock. Go home, get a little bite to eat. Four o'clock, get your homework done. We're at the church at four. Yep, yep. And it, it, I mean, it was great. The other cool thing about the about our childhood was, I mean, I could have stepped out in my front yard, and you know, with the bat and the ball, and I could have. Toss the ball. I could soft toss myself, and I could have probably hit a baseball to your house. You Barry Bonds? Well, maybe, maybe not. You know, but I, I get that, what that you're might saying. be an over exaggeration. We we were all. You could have hit a golf ball to his house with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I was going to mention. I've got it on here too. But yeah. go ahead with what you're saying. We live so close to each other. Yeah, like for a ten year old on a bike, I could be Rolski. I could be at your house in easy five minutes. Oh yeah. I could be at his in six. And you could, I mean, you could jog down the street and be at his house in a minute and a half. If you cut through the one yard, you got to cut through Boo Boo's yard. Which I did. Boo Boo. Until I got caught. Yeah, he didn't like it, but we did it a lot. Yeah. Well, he was always out there. Yeah. Dude, he was always out there. Hey, get out here. That was was the other cool thing. Like, we didn't have to, like, hey, mom, hey, dad, can you, can I get a ride over here to, you know, so and so's house? It's like, no. Nope. Hop on the bike. Just go. Just walk. Just jog. Just. Ride a bike, whatever. So you mentioned golf balls with a baseball bat. How many windows throughout the neighborhood do you think we actually are not or damaged a roof or damaged a siding in someone's house? Because I mean, there was times, boys, we were just soft tossing each other and just cranking golf balls, cranking them. What were we thinking? Well, I don't think to the listener, this is a, a sub like a subdivision, right? Yeah. So you're looking at houses. Every what? At least every 20 yards. Every 25, 30 yards yeah. throughout an entire area. And yeah. I lived in the front of the of the suburb. So we yep. would hang out at the backyard and just soft toss Titleist Pro V1s. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't care what they were. No. With an aluminum bat and we were hitting towards feel, the houses. I feel like my dad would we're show like, up I, to go golfing yeah. and he had no golf balls. like, what the hell? Where the... <laughs> Yeah. Where my golf balls go? Uh, yeah, go check at 664 <laughs> Cherokee Street because that's about where they are. It was like we were, you especially, man, you would just, you'd butterfly one, bing, and we would just like sit there and wait. Yep. Wait the, for it to like. You put the hand up against the ear. like <laughs> Just like wait, wait to hear that like window shatter. And if we didn't hear a noise, we were disappointed. Yeah, we were so. pissed. We were pissed. Like, well, we got to toss well, another one. Here goes another one. <laughs> try another one. Try another one. <laughs> You Great. remember when we lit the uh, basketball hoop on fire? <laughs> we tried to do NBA Jam. You know how you get on. Uh, I was shit. there for that too. And we ended up catching a goddamn garage on fire. We just we we came yeah. One day we we went through a phase where we like we're playing with fire. We were oh, like little pyros. We're pissing the bed and shit. It was bad. We like went, we would literally just pour gasoline on the garage floor and just throw a match on and be like, oh look at this. Look and we at get WD forty out yeah, and spray just, it. Sh- flamethrowers yeah my gosh it was bad it was bad what about when when you and your pops got into the i think our buddy buddy was in on this too when you guys got into the the potato guns oh yeah 
you guys spent big money making those potato guns, and them things would shoot potatoes for days. We used to catch them with baseball gloves. Yeah. Someone would go sit in the churchyard, and you'd crank one in the air, and you'd, yep, straight up in the air. Do you have any experience with a potato gun? Vaguely, but I don't remember it. The big old white tube, and then you'd spray, like, lighter fluid. What was Hairspray. Hairspray into the back of it, and then you would shut it in real quick, and then you would, uh, there was an igniter. A a grill igniter. igniter. And then it just, So that spark would just shoot potatoes. And it would shoot potatoes out. I mean, I'm 150, 200 yards. Yeah, just in the air. I don't remember those very well. What about airsoft guns? Those I remember. Why? I, uh, we would, us as kids, we got into it real big. And it'd be like a Friday night. It'd be like a weekend thing for us. And our parents, I could, like no one would ever do this now because you'd probably get the law called on you. We oh, did yeah. get the law called we'd on be us in, one time. We, we'd be in juvenile detention center. and Or a cop would shoot us, you know. Like they would, they wouldn't know what to expect because we would literally we'd, we'd be camoed out, ghillie suits. We on. would have ghillie suits on. We'd be in all camo, and they would drop us off down at the park. Could you imagine, you know, being a police officer and you've got fifteen kids running around in the dark with flashlights on these fake guns, airsoft guns? What what would you think? And these things look real, man. Like, I mean, yeah, they did. They had orange tips, but half the time we spray painted orange yeah, tips. We didn't want that sissy shit. <laughs> so our parents would drop us off Friday at like during the summers, be like Friday at like seven thirty before it got dark. The sun was going down, and they would just, they wouldn't come back till like eleven. And we like we would literally like road roadside flares. Have you ever used one of those? No. <laughs> I mean, it's like they ignite at the tips, right? So yeah. you got to yeah. kind of pressure and oxidize it and all that shit. We would literally take those, light them, and throw them in the woods at 10.30 at night, right? Running around with glow sticks. I mean, it was just an all-out all out war. war of just children with these fake guns. And these, these things didn't, they didn't feel good when you got hit by them. No, I've got, he's, he shot me with his plenty of times. Yeah, just for fun. And what, what, I mean, that would leave a huge weld on you. Yeah. I mean, but the thing, the one thing I remember is, well, you could buy these little pistols and stuff, these little semi-automatic whatever, as fast as you can cock it and shoot it. But his dad went out and got him like an AR-15 model, and he's just peppering. That's like he, the one he shot me he with. Had, he had automatic, like it was just, I forget how many balls per second, like 15 or something. He holds the trigger, and it would just shoot like crazy, and we didn't stand a chance. So... That's that's one memory I got. I mean, he he would just light us all up. Whoever was on his team won, no matter what. So if you didn't get, if you weren't on Buck's team, you you were just shit out of luck. It was yeah. over. Uh, one one memory that I I'll be ninety nine before I ever forget. And you, I for sure remember when we had the paintball guns and we went and paintballed and egged a certain person's house that worked at our local school. <sighs> Guys. Yeah, I wasn't part of that one, but I remember hearing about it. Yeah, I was I was on that extravaganza. Yes, I was. <laughs> they didn't live very far away, did they? No. Same no. neighborhood. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is uh this was an all night, you know, got the black on black, the toboggan, the eye black, and we literally army crawled three hundred yards. Oh, it to was, get to it this was, person's no, backyard. No, farther than that. Farther than that, dude. I'm talking like almost <laughs> probably 800 yards army crawling through backyards. Now, we didn't walk down the street. We army crawled through probably 
10 to 12 houses backyards just to get to this one. Just imagine having a satchel with three dozen eggs and about 400 paintballs. Mm. Yeah, stupid. I mean, the, the <laughs> shit we did, it, It's that's why we're doing this on this podcast because we've got so much to talk about. It, the shit we did, you couldn't. It wouldn't slide this day and age. No way. How about, how about your Christmas present and probably two two thousand probably Christmas Christmas two thousand two thousand one. Is this the one you hit on on the last podcast? Yeah. The, I want to hear your side of the, the story. Go, the goped. The goped. It might have been. That was before two thousand. How old were you? I was going to say. I 10. think I actually did get it for the millennial. The 2000. It was uh, Christmas 99. It was going into the I mean, you think about it. I I remember the picture of him Christmas morning out on the road, and he was young. So he was probably like 9 or 10 years old. Okay. Yeah. 10, 11. Well, you were 89, right? Yeah. So, you know, 11 years old. (laughs) It's probably the best Christmas present out of all of our friend group that I've ever seen. The go-ped. I mean, it, it changed the way our summers went. It definitely got me a lot of women at 11, for sure. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, it's a chick magnet. It so, was. So explain. I mean, I had older women, like 40-some years old, just wanting to be on my arm because I had this go-ped that was just decked the hell out. So ex- explain the go-ped to the listeners. If your mom, I mean, your mom wasn't safe with me with that go-ped, guys. Let's just say that. DR, was, DR wouldn't have that. I saw her. She gave me the Google eyes. <laughs> I, know Mon- I know Monk was jealous. <laughs> Ex- explain the go-ped to the listeners. I mean, it was just a, a a motorized scooter that just would haul ass. I mean, yeah, for, for being 9 or 10 years old, that thing would go 30 mile an hour. I mean, probably. it was probably had a weed eater motor on it that took some two-cycle gas, which, but it, to me, flew. You guys were pedaling, working your asses off, and I was just. Well, the, the, the best part about it was when I would grab your shirt, and I would be on my bike, and he'd pull me all the way through Frank. Like if we wanted to go to the Dairy Queen and get yeah. an ice cream cone or something, I'd be at my house. He'd come pick me up, and I'd just hold the back of his shirt, and we're cruising thirty-five down the middle of the street, and just. Wah! And you know, here I am on my bicycle, just holding on to the back of his shirt. I would show up to Little League baseball practice. I didn't need a, a, a mom to take me to practice. I you, had had my, your own, you had your own ride. I had my air attack, too, a backpack, and just... Straight on the go-ped. Right down to the park we went. So, how about the story when we wrecked it? That was horrible. It was painful. So, you heard the last podcast yes, when I, I, I hit on it, and can you elaborate on that? <sighs> we were coming up that road by the IGA, and we had went over the hill, and changed i guess lanes for us so we were getting off the road onto the sidewalk onto the sidewalk well that sidewalk was shit <laughs> yeah it was terrible it, it used to be the best ramp for us on our bikes it was and i got a hair out my ass and thought this is brilliant i got clay bird on the back like what's <laughs> evil can evil the hell out of this Let's thing right it. <laughs> i'm just gonna send that so we hit that thing and just the last thing i remember is the handlebars getting trapped. And these are modified handlebars, right? So they get trapped in between my thighs, and when we hit, they just broke off. Oh. So I had scratches up towards my nutsack, my inner thighs. We couldn't Clay, even walk. Clay's literally like, laying there just looking up at the sky, and I thought, we're dead. I thought I was concussed, man. Like, I just, I just really didn't know what happened. I but yeah, when he said it was the walk of shame, 
It was the walk of shame. I literally <laughs> went and hid the go-pad in the garage so my dad wouldn't find it. I think I tried to duct tape the handlebars back on for like a couple of days. And it, at this time, like his mom and dad are probably wondering, like, why aren't you riding your scooter? Yeah, I got like, the old it's, you shit ri- bike you, out. You ride it again. every day. Like, why aren't you riding the scooter? Something ain't here. Something yeah. ain't right. And, you know, when I say tears were shed on that walk home, like we could have filled up a bucket with both of our tears. I didn't like, know. I didn't know what I was going to tell him because I mean, we were not. That was the number one rule: don't drink and ride the scooter, and don't <laughs> don't tan them on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and when we, he says drink, we're talking about Mountain Dews because one handed. We were nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so we doubled up. This is like the first time we doubled up. I mean, we're just like hell with it. They're at work. Let's double up. It was no the one's, last no time one's going too. to know. No, the exhaust is dragging the ground. The handlebars are broke off. We're pouring tears. It was it was a long way back because we had to drag it. <sighs> I'll never forget it. The scooter days. I think I still got it. It still runs. I still got it. You have it? Yeah, it's at our buddy Roush's house. Oh, there you go. We ride it around the shop all the time. It's still alive. It's, it's still alive. It's needed some tune ups here and there. Yeah, but. it's it's it don't like to start. It really don't like to start. You really got to work for it to start. But once it gets going, it's it's hot. So I, I know the first time we had the round table, Troy was here. You were here. We had the open mic night. We talked about your sister a little bit. Talked about the Halloween parties, so we're not going to hit on that. But I want to hit on something that we didn't the first time around. What about the knock-down, drag-out fights that you and your sister used to have when we used to, us boys used to be over there? She used to beat the shit out of me. She was strong. <laughs> she she kicked all of our asses. If we mouthed, like, she, you know, Granny Phil usually watched us, you know. But Abby, Abby was kind of helping her, like just making sure we weren't doing some dumb shit. Well, sometimes she talked us into some dumb shit. We won't hit on. We won't. We won't hit on that. And then the, the like immediately we would do the dumb shit, and the finger would point directly at us. But we didn't. We were just doing it for her. Yeah, she's like, "Do this, guys. Do this. It'll be great. It'll be great." So I mean, yeah, I want to. I want to. You know, be cool with my older sister. I'll. I'll do that shit for you without a doubt. Oh well. No. Here comes Doug with a fucking leather bat out when he gets home. <laughs> Just smack the shit out of me. And, you know, that's... You remember uh, her friends? <laughs> yeah, let, 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 they'll remain nameless, but yes, yes, I do remember. I remember that quite well, honestly. But I, uh... Her back room, I just... Did I dropkick that door wide open? Oh, man. When I say dropkick, I mean full extension. I mean running ground. and just double, like, d- double, like, jumping both legs. Like, it was locked. We were like, let us in, let us in. Because we wanted to hang out. We thought they were cool. You know, I might we might have had a crush on one of her friends or something. Actually, I think we did. But, so, <laughs> he says, I'll get in there. I'll get in there. So, his house had, a, like, this long, skinny hallway. To be honest, I think, yeah. This might be the first rack of titties in person I've ever seen, to be honest. <laughs> it, was de- it was definitely mine. <laughs> so he, he takes off running down. He takes off running down the hallway, and he double kicks this door, and it flies open. And uh, I'm just going to leave it. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine what was seen after that. I'm just going to add this one story. I remember I was over there. It was just me and you, and you convinced me. Abby left. She, she had left to go somewhere with a friend or something. They were coming back in a couple hours. You said, let's booby trap her room. Oh, shit. <laughs> let's booby trap her room. We're going to set traps like Home Alone style all around her room. She comes back. 
and we'll just we'll just listen and watch and it'll be great and i said all right yeah sounds good so we go in there and i don't know what all we did like we got some saran wrap and honey yeah like a whole bunch of stuff saran wrap we made a mess we made a mess out of her room in there oh so we do that booby trap thing we go and do something else outside or something well abby comes home goes in her room goes in there i don't know she's i mean she sees what we did to her room we just basically destroyed it she none of our traps worked (laughs) but she immediately knew it was us and rolski Corey with a K, I'm not over-exaggerating when I say this. That's the most savage, in-person ass-beating I had ever seen <laughs> up to that point in my life that this this kid got from her in the hallway, all up and down the hallway. Granny Phil's screaming, Abby, you're going to kill him. Abby, you're going to kill him. Stop it, stop it, Abby. <laughs> Pictures dropping off the wall. And it's like, it was funny at first because he was laughing about it. But then once, once she got a couple, like once she connected a few times, those laughs turned to cries real quick. Yeah, and, and he, he was got ready to, to fight back. At it this got point. to the point where I got I got scared, and I just was like, "You bolted." Right, I, I, I'm just leaving. I just got on my bike. Oh, I don't, even think, he, I don't been, even think he said bye. He just first thing I know, DG's gone. There's been several times that I've bolted because of that same thing. Like, <laughs> like that's no surprise. Like, I don't I, think I've ever told you guys the story of her not. Have I ever told you a story of her knocking me out with a bag of curlers? <laughs> No, but I've, I've literally seen her. A story like you in that's the face gotta be true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what the whole deal was, and Doug was there. Like he was in the living room, and he was just letting us have at it. I mean, we were throwing punches, screaming. It was it was getting a mess. Well, it was right around Christmas time, and I think Dad had went and bought Jackie a box of curlers. Like you remember the old school, came in the long plastic cover, they put in their hair, and they yep. just let set right. So we're going at it, and she's by the front door, and she grabs the closest thing to her, and it's a brown sack with these curlers in it, and she swings that son of a bitch and connects with me. And the last thing I know is I am waking up with her standing over top. (laughs) She literally knocked me out with a bag of curlers. Yeah, you probably deserved it. I did. I was horrible. bag of curlers. Never heard that one, but, you know, sip and serve, first time for everything. What about the backyard nights on a weekend? We were a little bit older. We were all, you know, probably 21 to 23, probably. The backyard nights when we, all we did all night long was build a fire, play 99.7 The Blitz, and play Beersby and Can Jam all freaking night long. Probably seven to eight years ago. I don't know how my neighbor put up with it. I don't know how we never got shut down for that. Because, I mean, we would be out there from 7 to like 2 a.m. just raising hell in the backyard. And the cops would drive by. They didn't care. No, Floodlights up. I mean, Floodlights, music blaring. It would look like full-fledged Full-fledged fire going in the backyard. Yeah. Great times. I, I mean, there would be like... 20 people? Tw- tw- yeah, 15, 20 people. They're easy. Cars lined up. Hey, we had to park at the was, churchyard. We had so And if it people. was a, a Saturday night, we'd put the TV out back and have college football going. I yep. mean, it was just the greatest time. Yes. Yeah. So... I'm going to go a little bit farther. Why Why did you throw the beers be so damn hard? You were like John Rocker back here winging that frisbee at us. Didn't you get in didn't you get into a game and you did someone hurt their thumb real bad? Didn't someone like break a thumb? While no, I broke a, I broke a beer bottle. That's what it was. You were throwing, Just shattered it. Shattered it. Well, let me ask you this, Clay. If you were to have a word with Aroldis Chapman. Yeah. Would you ask him why do you throw the ball so hard? <laughs> no, because, I mean, 
he throws it hard because that's what he gets paid to do. We're in your backyard trying to have a good time. I'm not trying to get killed by a beer bottle. I was trying to win. Okay. And that I did. You, yeah, you you really didn't get beat a whole lot because no one could catch your damn Frisbee. Nope. Your wife didn't like when we started throwing it back hard to her. You didn't you didn't feel bad about that at all? No. You said throw it as hard as you can. I don't care. I mean, she's more of an athlete than I ever could be. Yeah, so. me too. She was a hell of an athlete. DG, you got anything to add? Yeah, we were in the backyard there. I think it was a birthday party you were having. And um, you had some, pe- some people over. This was about that same time. And uh, there was, like, you, you guys cleaned out the garage. Remember you guys had, like, that whole garage thing? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So can we go into that right yeah, now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so DG says we cleaned out the garage, yes. We wanted a man cave. We were young. We still lived at home. We didn't have our own man cave. I think we were old enough. I mean, we were 21, 22. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, I still lived at home at the time. I think I, think I was back from college. You were back from college for the summer, and we're like, we need somewhere to hang out. We need a man cave so we're not bothering anybody else. So your garage was pretty clustered at the time, and we said, we, we told your mom and dad, we said, if we clean this out, like spick and span, can we hang out here for the summer? It was kind of like the American Pie 2 when they moved to the lake house and cleaned it up. Well, this is for us, us Frankfurt boys, we cleaned out the garage. So we cleaned out the garage. We got it all spick and span. We started hanging up, you know, just what college guys would do. We started hanging up some pictures. We started hanging up some, some posters. Some posters. Yeah. Um, some sexy women in some bikinis. You know, just a college guy hanging up some posters. <laughs> and then we got the bright idea. Let's graffiti the inside of the garage door. <laughs> I remember that. Let's graffiti the garage door. So we're like... Mom said this is our garage for the summer, so we can do whatever the hell we want in here. Yeah, why not? So we went and bought black spray paint, and me and Uncle Buck, we just go to town on this nice white garage door. And, I mean, we we put real big bush light. <laughs> what, what else did we put? Bang, uh, bang, roldy. Bang, bang, yeah. roldy. TNA. TNA. <laughs> Titties and ass. Yeah. Then we made, like, a, a big-ass, like, black. It looked like a uh, like a cave door. And then we put that on there. Oh, it was horrible. I mean, it, it it was the worst artwork I've ever seen. But it was just a little, you know, just a little shine on it for us guys. Yeah. But the nights we had in there, didn't you wake up one night sleeping on the futon in your underwear or something? Like, I mean, we... I think that was the birthday party, honestly. I woke up on my futon with my underwear on backwards, butt naked. <laughs> and Abby, Abby beat the door down and I'm like, well, hell, what time is it? It's five o'clock in the evening. Oh, <laughs> this was this was all day. Well, hell, we probably stayed out there till six a.m. Yeah, it's. I remember that summer we we got in real big into the quarters game. Yeah. We've never played. I've never played it before then, and he taught me how to play quarters. I mean, we would sit out there on a Saturday or Friday night and just play quarters. I mean, we played poker. He had the pool table out. I was going to ask if I I feel like there was a pool table out there. Yep. So I knew you had a story. Yeah, but it was the night of that birthday party, and um, and I'm just me and you were standing there next to each other. You'd already you were pretty sauced at this point, but uh, it's just like yeah, man, it's a lot of people here. And you're like yeah, and you're just like we we're just like standing there looking at each other, and then I don't know oh, when, when or why, <laughs> but you just like you just like headbutt me. <laughs> you're just like yeah, 
Yeah. Boom. <laughs> just like headbutt me out of nowhere. And I'm just like, I, I mean, it's like, why? Why did you just do that? Yeah, I don't know. You left. Dude. I wasn't messing with you. Did you get pissed? He left. Yeah, I got, yeah. <laughs> and I was dizzy. So I was Shocked like, him a little bit. Yeah, right. but I mean, he's two and a half feet taller than I am, so you had to see it coming. No. Okay. You'd never had butted me in my life to that. Yeah, I don't point. know what. I don't know what. I had no to reason to expect you to do that, and then it's just like poof. And I was seeing stars, but other than that, it was a good time. Yeah. So to close the segment, I got one more, one more thing I'd like to bring up, and then we'll head on to questions of the week. Corey K has got them ready for us. Norris Lake slash Cumberland injuries that we've been a part of here. Um. DG shaking his head down there. <laughs> and at this time, how old were we? 22, 21, probably? 20? I was, I was a little older than that. Mm, I was 25 or 6. Yeah. Okay. 23 Sorry, to 26. I, anyway. At least that's how we were. Okay. Yeah, I might have been 24 at that point then. But so we would go down on these lake trips that, you know, I had the Lake Norris podcast earlier, so you guys all know about this. But I think we were on Cumberland. Um, the jet ski injury. I remember this like it's yesterday. I'm up on top, you know, having a drink, having a great time. The night's winding down. Like, we spent the whole day on the lake, rode the jet skis, you know, did that. And I'm up on top, and I see Uncle Buck and Zach out there ripping on the jet ski. So, you know, I'm kind of like waving them in here. I'm waving them in. And I'm like, so they pull up. And, you know, at this point, I mean, I've had probably quite a bit to drink. So I'm just like, I bet you guys won't come in this cove as fast as you can and then cut it so hard into a big old donut. So you I, were the culprit. I was. You instigated the entire... I instigated the shit out of this. Okay. And Zach's like, huh, okay. Uncle Buck's like, yeah, we got you right here. There they go. I mean, they go out probably a thousand yards. And keep in mind, this jet ski is not your typical jet ski. It, it would run 70 on the water. It flies. Yeah. I mean, it would come in, and he was coming. I mean, he was booking probably as fast as it would go. And we were back in this cove, so a cove, you know, the boat's parked in the back, and then it, it gets skinny, and then it stops with our boat. So I said, you guys won't come back here and, you know, do a donut as fast as you can. Well, here they come. And they they did this donut, and, like, the jet ski, it was such a big jet ski, it was almost impossible to tip. But the force of them doing the donut threw them off of course that's what i wanted to see so it threw them <laughs> off and i just I, they come up and all i see is just red red blood everywhere and like zach zach's head is he had to get staples he got split to the skull yeah he, he was wide open like he what did he get probably 10 staples in the back like, of his head yeah 10 or 12 staples Jeez. and he there's blood running down his neck and then he comes up and his, he's he's fine. He's like, Zach, Zach, you're, you're bleeding everywhere. And Zach turns around and goes, well, shit, you're bleeding everywhere. <laughs> One day your eye, yeah. you cut it, he cut it above his eyebrow. He got sliced up. How many stitches did you have? I think I had like 22 stitches. Yeah, I mean, it was a huge gash above his eye eyebrow. And they're looking at each other like, oh, my God, we're both bleeding. So then everybody starts freaking out, and I'm just sitting up here like, oh, this is great. <laughs> this, this is some action, baby. That's exactly what you wanted to have. <laughs> so, well, without I didn't the blood, want him to get hurt. Blood, yeah. yeah, but. Uh-huh. So they, you know, we, they come in, and can you can you elaborate on your ride? Like, we had a nurse on board, I believe, two nurses, 
and they're like, you guys cannot keep these open. We've got like two more days left here. We've got to get this taken care of. I mean, well, I think of. we spent a good at least three or four hours with no... Contemplating yeah. what to do. Can we was, suck it Can I we suck in, it up? There was two camps on the boat. Yeah. There was a camp of, you guys got to go to the hospital right now. And then the and camp then there was another suck it up. And then there was another camp that was just like, no, we're out here on the lake. You guys were idiots. <laughs> now you're going to have to deal with it. Just gut it out. I'm you not got sure, two days. I'm not sure which camp I was on. I was in the camp of man up. That's the, that was my camp. <laughs> my and camp. I was trying to drum up support for my camp. My, I didn't. I didn't want to leave. It was a simple fact. Zach's skull. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You could see it. You and were, then you my were, eye. Yeah. You were fine. You're like I'll be fine. Yeah. I, I'm I could, worried about Zach. That's what he was saying. Yeah. And I was a, I was in the camp of this is my fault. So whatever you guys want to do, I'm with you on this one because it's my fault that this happened. But how about the drive? So about four hours later, what time is it? Isn't I mean, it, it was dark. Isn't it, was it like nine o'clock? I'd say nine ten. Yeah. Okay. So it's, and we're off, it's dark out. We're off in no man's land. On oh, we're miles one of the away from the dock. Lakes. Yeah, and we're miles away from the dock. So we had to get on his jet ski and drive back to the uh, marina where we were probably at least an hour, an hour ride on a jet ski away. Yeah, because you couldn't go fast because you had three people and you had a flashlight <laughs> because the jet skis don't have lights. Yeah. And you, honestly, it's illegal for them to be out there, but for them to get the attention they needed, they had to go. Right. So you guys made it back. Go to the local ER, which was probably, I don't know, a 10-minute drive from the marina. Luckily, it was close enough, so we spent our good two and a half, three hours at the ER, got got drugged up, stapled stitches, and then came back, and I think it was damn near like 3.30, 4 I was about to say, you guys, I was still up when you guys got back, because I said, I'm not going to bed, because I felt bad. And there was a few guys that were up with me, and they came back. I'm like, oh, thank God they're fine. You know, they made it back. That's story one. <laughs> Story two, did you break your leg or did you not break your leg? (laughs) (laughs) It was painful. Same trip or different trip? This is different. Different trip. It was the next year. This is the next year. I might have over-exaggerated the pain level of that one, but yeah. So I remember the stairs were involved somehow. It was the stairs to the uh, hot tub. So it, was, so it was on top of the houseboat. Yeah. You know how it gets wet, slick. Yeah, and, they, and, they slick. Were, and they were steep. They were. They were steep, and they weren't very wide. No. But nobody else was up there but you. Like, you were up there by yourself. I don't know if you went up there to get something or what, but I, I know I wasn't up there. I believe it had been raining that day or night. That I think happened. it might have been the same day you went and took a dump up on the, the lake. No. It could have been the same storm. You remember the storm that came in and, and, the, and to, the boat came untied? The the jet skis came untied. It was a hell of like a storm storm. And like we, we jumped in like no life jackets or nothing because our, our jet skis were going out into the middle of the lake. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been that same storm. So we all ran down there. But yeah, anyway, the, the top the top floor of the houseboat was, was wet. And then I just remember you like laying on the stairs and like I heard you crying or like something. And so I go over there and you're like, I broke my leg. I think I broke my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I think I broke my leg. And I was like, "What'd you do?" You're just like, "I went, I went like that." <laughs> you're like, uh, and you're like half crying, half like whimpering. You're like, "What do you? What do you? You know, you're cussing at me. Like, what do you think, man? <laughs> my leg just went like that. Just went like that." And I'm just like, "Oh, now I get it. Okay." Uh-huh. 
So did so did you did you fall down the stairs or did your leg get caught up when you fell? No, like I slipped off the step. Yeah. And I was I mean I had I wasn't sober. Yeah. By no means. And I just one leg stayed straight and the other one I just remember my kneecap. Yeah. Touching the ground. Okay. Well, where's where's the that the lower laugh or like half of my leg at, right? Yeah. So I mean it it wasn't broke by no means, but it was it was in pain. I'm sure it was. So for the rest of the night, even the next day, I believe, I mean you you were you were soaking up this pain. You were laying in bed. You were you a few times I remember going, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, like you would you would just be like moaning because you were in so much pain. <laughs> like you were just making noises. <laughs> Haley's like, well, if you're in pain, we got to go to the hospital. And you're like, no, we're not going to the hospital. I'll be fine. But your legs broke. You didn't want to go to the hospital. I didn't think it was broke. You told us all your leg was broke. Oh, well. <laughs> So anyway, our, our uh, lake adventures ended in a uh, few uh, injuries with Uncle Buck. DG was long. Quarth K was there. I think that's that. Hell of a memories, boys. Still making them, too. Oh, yeah. We're not done yet. We are not done yet. Moving on to the questions of the week. But first, we got to give our sponsor a quick shout-out, the Old Canal Smokehouse. They're known for their most unique craft beer selection and rare bourbons to go along with their amazing food. You can dine in, order takeout, or even have them cater your next event. Visit them in their newly renovated space at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. Corey with a K, what we got? First question's from Jordan. What do you think is sexy that a woman would do that you wouldn't do yourself? I got this one. I'm going to lead off. When I first seen this question, I'm like, this is easy for me. I'm not going to wear a thong. I'm not wearing a thong. Like, you know... Women, they just they wear thongs every single day underneath their jeans or skirts, whatever they were, whatever they're wearing. And I would not be able to one deal with the wedgie. I couldn't do it. Two, I'm not going to look good in a thong, probably like a woman would. And three, um, I'm going to have a little bit hanging out the sides of the thong, probably. So I'm not going to do that. That's my answer. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to speak from experience with my wife. Yeah. I'm not going to deep clean the bathroom. Yeah. So you think that's sexy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you got me wondering. Do you think that's sexy? When yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm an acts of service kind of guy, man. I don't want to cl- deep clean that bathroom, but when she does, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uncle Buck. You're giving him a look. No, I was I was gonna say clean the house, but yeah, right around the same level. You do it. Yeah, clean the house. I mean, I'm not gonna say I don't clean my house, yeah. but there's stuff that she's gonna do that she goes out of her own willpower to do, and I think it's sexy as hell. So yeah. Great. Next question. Next question's from Josh. Would you rather push a lawnmower with bars that are far too high or far too low? Josh. Josh again. <laughs> Great question. Voicemail and a question this week. Appreciate the support, brother. DG, you, you want to answer that? So I push mowed a ton of yards this summer. Um, I got a little side side gig I'm trying to get off the ground, but all I got is a push mower. 
and it's not only is it a push mower, but it's not a self-propelled push mower. So it's me. It's me pushing this thing around. And uh, obviously, I got the bar set right where I want it. I feel like if the bar was way too high, that that would put stress on your like your shoulders and your upper body. If it's way too low, that's going to put more stress on your lower body. But if it's too low to the point where you're bending over, you got to bend like get hunched over, that's going to be hard on your lower back. So, I don't know. Um, I'll probably opt for the uh, the too low bar just because it's going to be more of a leg workout and I got weak legs. Okay, so when I read this question, I'm, I'm the opposite of you. Like, I, I've had back issues in the past. I have went through a herniated disc after my basketball season, my senior year, I had six months therapy at a chiropractor. I had to go three times a week for six months to get that thing fixed. Didn't have to do surgery at a young age. That was that was a you know real good thing. But that therapy, the bad back, you know, it's it's terrible. You don't want a bad back. Yep. So when I think of a too low, I'm not trying to bend over and mow a whole yard with my back, you know, bending over, arched, whatever you want to call it. So I would rather have a high bar. Yeah, you know, it's going to hurt my shoulders. My arms are going to get pretty tired from pushing this thing up here, but I'd rather have sore shoulders than a sore back every day of the week. Uncle Buck, what you got? I'm going all with momentum. I'm not very tall, 5'8", so I feel like if the grass is tall, I'm going to need some momentum to mow this thing, right? So my momentum is going to be at its lowest peak if the bars are high, you know, trying to get leverage on the, the lawnmower. But if it's lower, it's going to go a lot easier, so I'm going... Low bars, for sure. Yeah, Josh, not a bad question. A little would-you-rather action. Corey K. All right, next question's from Adam. Pick two. These two will defend you. The rest are coming to kill you. So we got a bald eagle times 50, a crocodile times 10, grizzly bear times 3, a hunter with a gun times 1, a wolf times 15, rats times 10,000, gorillas times five, and lions times four. Yeah, so... So, yeah, DG. Yeah, I just, just to clarify a little bit, Adam is saying we can pick any two of these, and then he gives us options. Um, 50 bald eagles, 10 crocodiles, three grizzly bears, one human hunter with a gun, 15 wolves, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, or four lions. So we can pick any two of those groups of animals based on the number of animals that he's given us. The rest of them that we don't pick are coming at us. They're coming after us. Yes. So this is a great question, by the way. So what happened here? Adam, there's this this picture he sent to me or the Sip and Serve page on Instagram, at Sip and Serve Pod. He sent it in a DM, and it's like a picture and it shows pictures of these animals, and it says this, you know, times 15, times 10, so on. So I had to try to put it into a question form so that the listeners could understand what it is. But yeah, I think they'll get it. Yeah, I think so, too. But when I my the first thing I said when I seen this question, there is without a question that I'm taking the bald eagle times 50. Now, this is my explanation for it. They're in the air. Think about everything else here. They're on the ground. So 
if they can stay above these animals and just come down, I mean, they've got talons. That's how they, you know, that's how they catch their prey. They're sharp. They're fierce. They kill their prey that way too. Hell, they even pick up like grown ass, yeah, like, like children, big, yeah, like big deer. Like yeah. a, they can kill a deer like that. So I'm taking 50 bald eagle, and that's that's easy for me because they're in the air. They're not going to unless you know, like four of them get on one of these lions and a lion will jump on and eat them, whatever. But they're in the air, so they're going to, they're going to be safe most of them, and they're strong, one of the strongest birds in the world. So I'm taking a bald eagle times 50. It's a lot of bald eagles, boys. And then I had I had trouble picking between the lion times four or the wolves times 15. So I don't know which one I really want because I'm thinking, can 15, Can what do you guys think? Can 15 wolves kill four lions? Or would four lions kill the 15 wolves? Well, I think it'd be a battle. I think so too. You, you got, uh, you got at least three wolves per lion. Yeah. With one, I can't do math right now, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Roughly three wolves on a lion. Almost I mean, four. I mean, the size differential in a lion and a wolf, though, is like. I know Nate Robinson and Shaquille O'Neal. It's massive, and I'm not I, I saying think you might be underestimating the wolves. No, I mean they hunt they're, and they they're fight killers in packs. Too. Yeah, I'm not saying the wolves are going to kill the lions, but keep them occupied long enough to keep you alive a little longer. I'm going with 50 bald eagles, and the, I want the meanest 15 wolves I can find. Hmm. That's that's I think that's going to be my pick. Lion times four or 15 mean-ass wolves. I think I'm going to go with the wolves. They're quick. They're fast. They're mean, as, they're mean as hell. I mean, lions, they're the same, but there's only four of them. True. So give me 15 wolves and 50 bald eagles. I'm probably not going to survive. If you pick any of these two, you're probably not going to survive no, either way. You're dead. Yeah. So, But anyway, that's my pick. Bald eagles times 50, wolves times 15. Uncle Buck, you got one? Yeah, I got one. Uh, I'm going... Uh, the gorillas with my, my first round. Five gorillas? Yeah. They're uh, the mo- probably the most human-like animal out there that, I mean, are predatory. Strong as hell, too. I think oh. they can get up to like 900 pounds, six feet tall, and just rip you in half. So yep. you you multiply that by five. And how, I mean, they're, they're, temp- they're you know, their tempers, they get pissed off. They're going to they're gonna screw you up. And I'm going to add an animal in there. Okay, I didn't, I didn't like the animals that were involved. So I'm adding one animal, and I'm only taking one of them. I'll allow that. Go ahead. It's going to be one wet koala. Uh, Have you had, I think DG's put me onto the wet koala. Yeah. <laughs> this was a koala. A wet koala. Are you serious right now? Look it up. You'll be petrified. Yeah, I think. I'm taking one wet koala, and it'll probably take out all of them. And not only... I'm going to have to see a picture. Okay. I, I ran across a picture online. I forget where. This was several years ago. And it was of a it was of, of a koala bear. And you think of a koala, you think, oh, yeah, fuzzy little tree-loving tree bear, you know, cute looking. Well, this thing is, like, soaking wet. And it's one of the most terrifying pictures of an animal I've ever seen. Um, so I just said to, to Buck, I just said, hey... Uh, 
Looks like a pissed off teddy bear. You ever seen a picture of a wet koala? And he said, no. I said, Google image search wet koala and see what comes up. And it came up and he was just like, that's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Well, Uncle Buck just pulled up a picture on his cell phone here and I just seen it. It looks like a pissed off teddy bear. And that's, I mean, I guess that's where it's going to get them. The thing looks like it ripped your face off. Yeah, okay. And just a quick fact. 50% of the koala population, guess what they have? And it's a fact. I have no idea. No idea. Chlamydia. <laughs> DC, what animals are you picking? So I'm going with the 50 bald eagles for all the same reasons you said. Man, I think that's a that's a must-have. That's a great pick. And my 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 first thought was the 10,000 rats. Hey, that crossed my mind too. Corey with the case shaking his yeah, head too. Same here. My first, cause ten thousand, dude. That's a, that's a lot. Is a lot. And I know you talking New York City rats because it's like we're, you said. We're you talking can get the big nasty, big. pissed off rats. The big nasties. Yep. And they're on your it's side. The New York sewer rats. Yeah. yeah. Well, but then I look at the Ninja Turtle Splinter, right? Yeah. He's Spl- Splinter's way too zen. Yeah, but he's old and raggedy and no. Yeah. No rats. These rats. Can what if they tear turn you on up? you? They won't. Yeah, they will. Nope, because I'll, I'll have them trained. I'll play a flute, and they'll just go crazy. But anyway, I just thought you got all these other animals coming at you. If I got 10,000 these rabid, crazy rats running out and jumping on these other animals and sinking their teeth into their flesh, it's going to be really hard even for a lion to come at me if they got 50, even 50 rats hanging off of it, and they're all they're all biting into them. You know what I mean? So I'm that was my that was my first you. thought. My, that was my first thought. I definitely don't want to have ten thousand rats coming at me. No, that would be awful <laughs> to die to, to die by at the hands of ten thousand rats, dude. That There's w- no way fifty bald eagles and if you pick any other animal, they are going to be able to get them rats before they get on you. There's so, ten thousand of them. So I thought about the rats, and then I looked at the the hunter with the gun, like one hunter with a gun. <laughs> they're just going to sight you in, and this pow, it's going to be done. Because they're coming after you. If you don't pick them, they're coming after you. Yeah. So I thought, well, I don't want that either because that's going to be way too quick. That's going to be way too easy. So then I thought, how about I do the bald, the 50 bald eagles with, and then I have the hunter on my side. So you're just going for the length of staying alive. Yeah, yeah basically. Exactly. You're dead no matter how you slice it here. It's a question of what two is going to keep me alive the longest, even with the gun. I'm going to go with the, the 50 bald eagles and the 10,000 rats. I like your pick. I got the ground attack with the rats. I got the aerial attack with the bald eagles. Hey, I'm I'm not doubting that pick one bit. I'm glad you didn't pick the hunter because I thought you were going for it. I'm just, I think the hunter might be the worst pick on here. I, I mean, thought, you only have so many rounds of ammo. Right? I mean, think about it. You're a, you're a sitting duck, man. I mean, the hunter, what if, what if he misses? <laughs> He's not a sniper, probably. What if he misses and one one missed shot, two missed shots, and <laughs> the lion's he, just taking your head off? Yeah, what if you have Elmer Fudd as that one hunter? <laughs> well, I'm hunting for a rabbit. I mean, shot. he's got more ammo. I know, it's but how it's much not a ammo? one and done. But how much here, ammo? Do you think that hunter is going to be able to shoot bald eagles out of the air? Is that hunter going to be able to kill a grizzly bear with one shot? No, probably not. Is it going to be able to hit 10,000 rats? No. Is it going to be able to kill a lion with a gorilla with one shot? Maybe, probably, depending on the gun. It, he's got to be able to. He's got to be a sniper with it. Like, 
I mean, you got all these animals running at you. I don't know. But you didn't pick it, so it's fine. Yeah. I like the rat pick. It's now time for the question of the week. Corey with the K, do the honors. Listeners, on your feet. This is the question of the week. Brought to you by the Old Canal Smokehouse. For the very first time, standing tall at the top, he goes by the name of, not Michael, but Jordan. Would you rather have to chug a mason jar of dip spit every night before bedtime for a month? Or... Every morning for a year, as soon as you wake up, your face gets peed on. (laughs) Well, you know, got a loaded question here. I mean, yeah, we're all kind of speechless here. It's it's, it's, it's a little bit of an awkward question here. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. As soon as I wake up, my eyes open. A guy or girl, I'm not sure, has to pee on my face. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's how I want to wake up every day for a year. <laughs> a year is a long time. Dude, that that's it, 365 times you get peed on in the face every morning. As soon as you wake up or your alarm goes off, bam, there comes a big old pile of piss straight on your nose, mm. your mouth, your eyes. Yeah. You're not even a whole. I mean, think about it. You got to You're going to have to change your sheets every day. You're going to have to put them in the you laundry. Don't have to. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't have to, but you're going to lay in a pile of pee. Yeah, that's the other, face will be clean. That's the question. Like, can this be on your own terms? Can you uh, pick eat? the time of day that you get pissed no, on? No, it's got to be in the morning. I say that's it, what the question says. I say every time you. As soon as you get up. As soon as you wake up in your bed, like you can't go outside in the, and do it in the yard? Well, okay. I, I I know what you're saying here. I know what you're saying here. Okay, so say you're in your skimpies. In the you're, bathtub? You're in your boxers. That's public defamation. You're in your boxers. I, I think we got to set a standard on this one, boys. We can't just say... Yeah. Well, it's your show. Set the standard. I say it's... Oh, man, I don't know. That's hard. Like, do you kneel down... And you're looking up at this individual. Okay, let's up. just say this. Just just to take out the laundry and all that. You go out in your front yard. And it's in, like, if someone sees you, if your neighbor, yeah, so what? Here comes this random guy, girl, I'm not sure. You you wouldn't be able to kneel if it was a girl. So I mean, the whole village knows that you're a pervert. Yeah, you like to get pissed on. You're just getting pissed on every morning in your front yard. <laughs> it's all like right. a sacrifice you're making. Okay. Let's just say it's a guy. Just there's a dedicated guy that just comes every morning and just pees on your face. Okay, well, I'm getting pissed on. <laughs> okay, so we've all everybody here except maybe Corey with K has swallowed dip spit. Have you swallowed dip spit? I've never done that. It's horrible. So I've I couldn't actually, imagine. I've actually drank it. Exactly. And it was a yeah, sip. I have it was a sip and I puked. So three hundred puked. Unless man. you're on some sort of diet. If you plan on puking 300, you're not getting used to dip spit. 
a whole mason jug mason full. jar there ain't no way so there's no way days, i can that 365 days of you puking you would probably die i'm getting pissed on i no, think wait, you, wait 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 that's wait. only a month it's a month of the you'd have to spit. i don't know if this changes your answer maybe not but you don't have to chug i'm the still mason getting jar i'm still getting pissed on <laughs> for the month so for 30 to 31 days you're getting you're puking every night before you go to bed no. You're not only are you puking, but you're probably not your system's not going to be calmed down enough for you to even go to sleep till no, two or three hours after. You're going to die if you have to chug tobacco spit a mason jar for 31 days. I think you're dead. Yeah, I'm taking. At first, I thought it was a close one, but I'm I'm getting now that we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. See, I, I came in here. And I, I said, "There's no. I don't know what I'm going to pick. It's going to be a game time decision here on this. the podcast." I, I think you would die. I'm going to be too nauseated to eat. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking about it. Yeah. A the mason next day. J- a mason jar. And you just, could you imagine coming home from work, enjoying your supper with, you know, your loved ones, <laughs> and then you know, I'm getting ready to go puke it all up here. Well, yeah. honey, I'll be back. I got to go swallow this shit. <laughs> Jordan. That would be awful. I mean, it, it's it's a great question. You know, I had to think about it till now. We heard, we heard DG and Uncle Buck's thoughts on it. Now, what if it had its benefits, like a protein shake? No. No? Okay. No, thanks. But can you imagine just getting peed on every day for a year? Like, I think I'd love it. I mean, I do love it. <laughs> what am I saying? Golden shower every morning, just all over your face. Breakfast of champions. Here comes the golden shower. I mean, you know you know it's coming. You know, you can close your eyes. You can plug your nose. You can even think you're taking a shower. Close your mouth. Yeah, go to a happy place. Yeah. Get it over with. Because it's only going to take, what, 10, 15 seconds? Well, and sometimes then you, I pee for a long time. And then you immediately go take a shower. At least I would. How about this? How about a Sunday morning after a bender? Ooh. And just that dark, brownish, yellow, <laughs> dehydrated pee, stinking pee. Well, it's just, not going to smell good no matter I would be amped. I would be excited <laughs> as hell. You know what? Getting pissed on over drinking a mason jar full of dip spit for a month. Easy. All right. I'm with him. That'll do it for us. That's the end of our show. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod and like us on Facebook. Our email is Sip and Serve Pod at gmail.com. Send in those questions for episode 13. Also, Jason. And everybody else who sent in voicemails this week, we appreciate it. We want to keep it going. We've got one more gift card before we reload with Old Canal Smokehouse. Send them in, people. 740-720-3537. Again, the Sip and Serve hotline number is 740-720-3537. Keep those calls coming in. Appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate Uncle Buck for joining us for round two. Hopefully you had a good time. Did you? a blast. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the memories. Hopefully there's many more to come. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. And I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. Hey, DG. Uncle Buck's a surfer now. We had a great time yesterday out on the lake. We'll have to talk about it next time. Appreciate it, Uncle Buck. Love having you on. Round three coming soon.